time to put the draft order. So, this is how we're going to do it. I spent a lot of time, put a lot of effort into it, got very excited. So, that'll go over there. This Everyone is on your... the count of three, put your hand in, pull out a piece of paper. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, wow. There it this is. This is really exciting. Number oh, four. Number six. Number one. Number one. <laughs> Tim Brady, mother Congratulations. But that is not where you're going to be drafting. See the kids over there? The kid with your number is your kid. Where they finish in the race is where you draft. Huh, bitches? You, you didn't even pick your own child. That's good because she's not that fast. Dynasty, Debbie, Redraft, DFS, and Betty. Gridiron Fantasy Show has got you covered. Featuring my guys, Paul Edgington and Derek Cook. Take it away, boys. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Gridiron Fantasy Show, Betting Edition. I'm your host, Paul Edgington, joined by my sidekick and co-host, Derek Cook. Ooh. Derek, how are you doing on this early morning? It's great being the the Batman to the Robin. Excuse me, sir? I said that, right? It's great being the Batman to the Robin. I see you've been drinking again. Drinking on this good old Kroger water. Non, non-poverty water. Same club all the way, baby. Mm, disgusting. Sam's club out of your nice blue $50 Yeti cup. That's what makes a non-poverty water once you put it in the Yeti. With some tap water ice cubes. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. You got a concoction over there that's... Never mind, I don't even say it. But you ready to talk some conference championship bets and... See how we fared last weekend on our show bets? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And our last weekend, for sure, we once again hit our three-leg parlay we built on air of our anytime touchdown scores. Uh, let, let me pull up our sheet here. Scroll back up. So we had, we had uh, Jamar Chase. CMC and Kelsey. All scoring a touchdown. We put one unit. For us, that's 10 bucks. So we won 62-68 off that one alone. Mm-hmm. So we're two for two on our three-leg anytime touchdown scores on the air. Hopefully we'll go for the hat trick this week. Yeah, I won't complain. I mean, that to me, that one was, uh, I think both of the odds were negative, or two of the odds were negative. I think both. Yeah, Kelsey and McCaffrey were negative, and Jamar was plus 125. Right, so turning 10 bucks into 62 bucks, I mean, that's... Can't complain. That was easy money. Yeah, that was easily the biggest bet we both hit this week. Oh, yeah. Well, just based on these bets. But I know for me, I went three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I went nine and five overall for the bets from all four games. Profited about $125. Yeah, I, I didn't have quite as good of a week. I went five and 13 and profited $20.30. So it's it's a profit. You're in the profit. I'm in the green. I can't complain. Yeah, I think the difference with us was you went... More heavily on the the half unit bets, I went more heavy on the the full units. Plus, I jumped all over my Bengals being the underdogs. Yeah, that paid out out good for you. I went extremely heavy in the Chiefs game. I had six bets in that game and only hit one. 
Man, you're right. I'm looking at your sheet now. I hit one. Oh, damn. I hit one in every game. It's crazy because you took the over on five out of six of them, and I figured with going over, you probably would have hit most of them in that game. But that was kind of my thought. The only one that I didn't go over was Pacheco, and he had fucking way over. Oh yeah, he had a hell of a game. Yeah, he so. fucking hit the over damn near on the one. Long run down the left sideline when he hit the burners. Right. So, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Still in the green, 120 bucks. Would have liked to have been more. Thank Would have felt a lot better if I was over 100 like you, but I'll still take green. Yeah, profit's profit. Got to build that bankroll no matter how. We're playing the long game here. We're not going for the $10, 16-leg parlay to win us 80 grand here. I, I I did do a couple. I, of them. I, I know you do it, but I, I did a couple. I mean, I the, for the show I made twenty bucks. I I did a little bit better with stuff that we didn't cover in the show because I made some uh, live bets and you know shit like that. So well, live I, betting is so much fun. It's yeah. so exhilarating. I, I think all said and done, and over the weekend I made like a hundred and ten bucks, but I did do quite a few. You know, like eight to. 16 leg parlays that you know just tossing five bucks out there to turn into 50 60 70 thousand dollars just for shits and giggles yeah never know it's it's like the the answer to every question that's not asked is always no you know what i mean you miss every free throw you don't shoot that's what i was going for like fuck it i'll toss five bucks out it fucking hits it's not life-changing money, but it's it's a good fucking chunk. It's a good chunk. It could help you out. Right. It could help so, anybody out that way. And rate. I'm not I'm not sweating five bucks. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't have the biggest bankrolls, but we both have a few hundred bucks in our accounts. You know, like you said, not, five bucks isn't going to kill us one way or another. Right. So might as well go for it, especially when now we're looking at two games this week and then the Super Bowl and we're done with football betting till me, personally, preseason. Right, and I, I also decided that, uh, which I didn't know at the time, but I'm glad I did do some of them crazy parlays because now that there's only two games left, they don't allow you to do those parlays. Yeah. So it was the last week to do those crazy 10-plus parlays. I think now I tried doing parlays across the two games and it wouldn't let me. Yeah, you got to mix and match certain things, and at this point there's just not that big variety to – Right. Get enough mix and match it to go. They probably figure it's a lot easier to win when you only got two games, so they don't they don't they just don't allow it. It's gotta be legit same game parlays. So but we'll it is what it is. Like I said, both made a profit, so that's what we're here for is to churn and burn some money, turn it into the green, and that's what we did. No matter how big or small the amount, as long as we're not losing out, it's a good day, right? Absolutely. I mean, I'm, we're both still sitting pretty for the year, so. Yep, so far. We definitely turned that free bet money into some good things so far, and we're just going to keep it rolling. Exactly. But we'll kick it off with the first game that will be played, I think, 3 o'clock slot. The NFC title game, the Niners and the Eagles. I know for me, I am taking the Eagles to cover the spread at 2.5. I'm putting a full unit on that one. And then I am going to take the under 49.5 points for the game between both teams. And I will put a half unit on that one. I think this will be a knockdown, drag out, defensive slugfest with the Eagles coming out on top probably by 
three to six points. Yeah, we both hit the we did the exact same thing. Eagles money line, Eagles cover, and when I placed mine it was forty six and a half. I also went under. I I same thing, I think it's gonna be like twenty one ten. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a pretty low scoring affair, more so on the forty nine er side. Yeah. I just think that he, I've been saying it since week one. I love the Eagles defense and the cornerbacks. I think we both called it week one that it was going to be. Well, we said Eagles and Chiefs, but hopefully Eagles and Bengals. Yeah, no, week two, I was all over that defense nut sack when we were talking the Eagles versus the Vikings on Monday night, and I was saying Darius Slay's going to lock up Jefferson. and Jefferson didn't do shit. And Slay went out there, got two picks that week. Yeah. Right then and there, I was like, yep. I was sold before, but now I'm definitely sold on this defense. And they've held up all year. They continue to hold up. I just yeah, don't they, think they beat the shit out of the Giants. Oh yeah, thirty-eight to seven or something. Mm-hmm. Something stupid. No offense to your cowgirls, but I think the Eagles are a much better defense all around. And with Brock Purdy struggling against them, I think he's going to struggle even more against the, the Eagles, more because of their defensive backfield is way superior to the Cowboys and Trayvon Diggs. So I think that'll play a big part. I don't see Debo and Ayuk running free down the field as much as they were last week or have as much space to work with. Yeah, no, I, I, I pretty much agree with you. My only uh, difference to what you said was that when the Cowboys beat the Eagles in weeks 16, 17, 18, whenever the fuck it was, it was the last couple games of the season, we did put up 40-plus points. You did. You Although did. the Eagles' playoff spot was locked, and I don't know if they had guys sitting, whatever, but they weren't fully in it. Apparently, I don't think. I mean, it didn't matter. So right. it is what it is. Uh, but I, I completely agree with you. the The Forty Nine ers defense is no slouch. Uh, you could argue that defense versus defense, it's a coin toss. But the Eagles' offense is head and shoulders above the Forty Nine ers' offense. It's explosive. They do everything. Ex- extraordinarily well, if not great, and the 49ers don't. Yeah, absolutely. And as far as player props, I just have three for this one. All on the 49ers side, actually, just realizing that. I got a McCaffrey under 60.5 rushing yards. I'm going to go ahead and throw a half unit on that one. And then two other probably contrarian and interesting plays. Uh, Brock Purdy to have no interceptions. At plus 122 odds. Go throw another half unit on that. Three of his six games, he's had no picks. So 50-50 chances works out for me. I won't be surprised if he throws multiple picks this game. Also, with the type of player he is so far, I won't be surprised if he throws zero. Right. So I figured I'll throw some money on the plus side of that one and see what happens. And then probably my, I guess, bet of the week, my favorite bet, uh, Fred Warner. Linebacker for the Niners, over eight and a half tackles, plus 108. I'm going to throw a full unit on that one. He's a tackle machine. It's with Miles Sanders and uh, Jalen Hurts, and then we got Dallas Goddard coming over the middle, the short area there. I don't see any way in hell he gets under eight tackles. Yeah, I'm, um, I mean, I, again, I think all the bets you, you placed are, are pretty great. Um, the only one that I would personally not have made, but I get why you did, was the Brock Purdy no interception one. I, I think that I, I just don't want to bet against that Eagles defense. Um, but for but for the money, it's the same thing on another bet that I made in the Bengals Chiefs game. 
good odds if it hits, it fucking hits. And it's a 50-50 shot. Like you said, half the games, he's thrown no picks. So, As much as I love the Eagles' defense, like you said, the odds are very good. 50-50 shot. The thing is, that they do a, a lot of short and intermediate routes. They make him... The throws he makes are easy throws. Mm. So, as long as there's not pressure and somebody right in his face, there's a good shot at it doesn't happen. And the Eagles' pass rush is very good. I don't think it's better than the Cowboys. Other than Josh Sweat, I'd probably say outside of Michael Parsons, between the two teams, he's the best pass rusher. But he's going to be going... He'll be on the right side against the right tackle. The right line of the line is still strong for the Niners. So if there's any pressure, it'll be from that side, and he'll see it coming. And like I said earlier, with the DBs for the Eagles, I don't see anything down the field being wide open. So I think it'll play more so into the way Brock Purdy plays, that they're going to give him the short stuff. That's what's going to be open for him to take. The The only thing that I can see, like the, the scenario that's playing out of my head where I think he throws a pick is, say it's, you know, beginning middle of the fourth quarter and the Niners are down 10, 14 points and they need to make a play. Yeah. They try and take a shot and he throws in double coverage. Which but, I could totally see that being the, the case with this game, but I, I'm not, I'm the, not trying the to. The Niners defense is still top tier elite. Yeah. yeah. So we will, they still got Nick Bosa out there running around causing havoc. They got Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw who arguably is the best linebacking duo in the league. Jimmy Ward coming down, knocking heads from the safety position. And breaking fibulas. That too. Flattening. Can't remember his first name. It starts with a K. Uh, but Flattening Turpin in the game. Cavante. Uh, yeah. Cavante Turpin. Some, yeah, Turpin. something along those lines. But yeah. I can see that being the case, but we'll see. I think it'll be, like we've said before, it'll be the Eagles are going to control it, but it'll be within striking distance to where they're not going to have to play huck and chuck at football and throw it first, second, third down for a good quarter or so. I think it'll still be within reach. They can run the ball like they like. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll – I agree on, on that on that take. I think it'll be in reach basically until the end. I think the Niners score a touchdown sometime in the fourth quarter. And I, I'm, I'm sticking with 21-10. I think it's pretty low scoring. Um just the Eagles got more firepower. Yeah, they uh, sure do. I I wouldn't try to, to dog your Brock Purdy take by no means. I think it's great odds, and I I probably might do the same thing. But I've got I'm gonna tell you my bets. So I took the same Fred Warner over eight and a half tackles. To me, that's easy money. My odds were a little different. It was plus one hundred six, but um, I also did one unit. Uh, already did the all the Eagles money line cover under stuff, so then I have uh, Jalen Hurts over 46 and a half rushing yards for one unit, and those odds were minus 114. Uh, another one similar to yours, but the the numbers are a little different. CMC under 58 and a half rush yards, half a unit, minus 114, and Brock Purdy under 218 and a half passing yards. For also another under two eighteen, yes, it's not bad. I don't. I'd, I'd probably go under that as well. Not a big Brock Purdy guy. As if you listen to the last few episodes, I'm not much of a fan of his. I'm not a big believer. But 
Two hundred yards is still a stretch. Even I, even at that, I think that's still a stretch for him. Yeah, I mean, I was he he didn't even hit that against the Cowboys. Yeah, and they won. So, I think he had like two hundred six or two hundred seven. The Eagles second, like you said, Eagles secondary is hands and shoulders better than the Cowboys secondary, and Cowboys secondary is good. And they're very, a very good all around tackling defense as well as the right. Eagles are. So it's not like you're going to get Debo Samuel big plays. I don't personally don't think. Uh, the 49ers will probably have 250, 300 total yards, but it's going to be a mix of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, Brock Purdy will probably get 180, 200 passing yards. CMC will go out there and get 50 rushing yards. Elijah Mitchell will go out there and get through 50 rushing yards. I mean, it'll just be it'll be an overall team offense, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't think any of their offensive guys hit their overs on their numbers. I agree with you there. Uh, circling back to Fred Warner for a second. He's got two career games against the Eagles, 12 total tackles, but he played against them in 2020 and 2021. So he has not played against this run-heavy Eagles team. Uh, When he played in 2021, let's see. Yeah, 2021, it was early in the season. And then 2020, Jalen Hurts wasn't a starter at that point. So he hasn't seen this type of offense yet. So I think that's a, like you said earlier, it's a smash play. He's one of the best tacklers in the league, one of the highest tackling linebackers. So And he just flies. He finds the ball and just, I mean, he just goes. I, I think eight, eight and a half, I think that is an easy over. And when, we're, <clears throat> when we say tackles, this is assist and solo. So if you get one solo, one assist, that's two tackles. Right. It's they, not they one and a half. half. No. Right. So that, some of these tackle numbers I've noticed, I've played a lot of the IDP stuff just because I feel like there's a good amount of money and juice to be made in that. Yeah. Because like that eight, getting nine assisted in solo tackles against the run heavy offense for a guy like him just seems way, way too low. Easy. It seems easy. Like uh, the leading tackler, I can't remember how to say his first name, but Aloha Kuhn from the Jaguars, he had like 186 tackles in the regular season, just nuts. I took his over 10.5 against the Chiefs, that would be more pass-heavy, and he smashed that. This is a completely different style of game with equally as good of a tackler, in my opinion, much lower in line. Right. So we'll go ahead and move on to the Bengals and Chiefs and Burrowhead out there in Kansas City. I, of course... I took the Bengals, the spread, they are plus one and a half. I also took the money line, putting one unit on each of those. I think the Bengals are going to win this game going away. What do you got on the spread, money line, and whatnot? I am following in your footsteps. Bengals money line, I've got a whole unit. Bengals cover one and a half, I got a half unit. And over 48 points, another half. I didn't do the over, but I'm sure I will. I'm still... 48's pretty high, but... Yeah, I'm still going back and forth on that with the Mahomes stuff. And last year, I think it was 27-24 in overtime. And then earlier this season, I don't think we hit 48.5 either on week 13. So... So it's very high over-under, but with these two offenses, it can be done. If Mahomes was healthy, I'd probably smash the over. 
I just, I just I, I, 40 and a half is definitely, I mean, that's huge. Um, but to me, like the, the 49ers and the Eagles was an easy under because of the way those defenses are. Mm-hmm. No disrespect for the Bengals or the Chiefs defense, but they're just, they're both high caliber offenses. This this could be a firework show. It, it could be 35-28, 35-31, you know. It, the points could go up in a quick and in a hurry. Yeah, the three Burrow versus Mahomes matchups starting in the first one, 2022 January, which was week 17, uh, 34-31, and then the next two games were 27-24. Right. So, obviously, those are all over the 48.5, but not by much. Yeah, how about yeah. much? Yeah, So 51, right. And with you know Mahomes limping around, I don't know. It's a stretch. I might, I might hit the under. Just I mean, just to see. I was just putting it on the show to put it on the show. I'll, I might hedge my bet and go under two and do the exact same thing. That's what I was gonna say. I might just place a bet on each of them. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> at least come out breaking even ex- one way or another. Exactly. So that, that's that's probably what I'll do. Just for shits and giggles, or I'll place the over for now. Leave it at you know a half unit, five bucks, and then as as more news comes out about Mahomes, because I'm sure there'll be more news about Mahomes. I'd be surprised if not, um, or at least videos. Some somebody will come up with something. There'll be some other speculation that comes that, out tomorrow or later today on Saturday. Right, if the line moves, I might you know if it moves to under forty five or something. You know what I mean? I, I'll, I'm going to place another bet on the same over under, hmm. and. Adjust from there. For me, on the Chiefs side of the ball, I got two. Not probably not popular bets or very many bets placed on these ones, but I got MVS under twenty-seven and a half receiving yards. I did the same exact one last week for him. Turned out very well for me. I'm gonna put a half unit on that one, and then Chris Jones to have a sack. Put a full unit on that. The big dog is motivated. I don't know if you saw his press conference from, I think, today or yesterday, but he was not a fan of Burrow the Bengals calling it Burrowhead. And you don't want to pump that man up. He's one of my favorite defensive players, as you know. Plus, first line's known to give up sacks. Especially on the interior. Right. And he can get there in a fucking in a hurry. hurry. Yeah. So I think he's a shoe-in to get at least one sack. He'll probably have multiples. If... The Chiefs have a chance to win. It's going to be pressuring Burrow. And Burrow arguably is one of the best, if not the best, quarterback under pressure. Mm -hmm. But they're going to have to get to him a lot. They are. To win the game. And Chris Jones is the man for the job. Absolutely. So, on mine, I'm I'm sure I'll add more. Um, But So, I've got T. Higgins over 56.5 receiving yards. I got a half a unit on that. And then I've got Pacheco under 40 and a half rush yards. Ooh. Got going with the under on Pacheco again. Yeah, I got burnout last week. I don't I don't know, man. I'm torn on that one because with Mahomes limping around, maybe I was, they lean on him. I was too. I, I still am. But I don't know if he's able to repeat last week, this right, week. That's what they that, did last week. They leaned on him. But our, our run D's better than the Jaguars, a for sure. A lot better, right. 
especially with DJ Reader fully healthy, he's a wrecking ball in the run defense. Right. So I don't. I was going back. I almost placed one, one way or the other, but I haven't decided which way I really think is going to go yet. I mean that that's a tough line. Yeah, that's that's a really tough line. If it was like fifty five and a half. Oh I'd yeah, probably be, go under. I mean, I'm I'm under on forty eight and a half. It was fifty. Yeah, if it was over fifty, I would feel a lot more confident. Yeah. Um, just crazy how much two, just a couple, two yards, two, three five yards, yards makes. makes. Absolutely. Um, I think I'm more thinking Pacheco under because I think the Bengals come out fucking swinging and go up early. I think they go up 14 points early and then the Chiefs just completely abandon the run. Unless Mahomes is really hurting. And if that's the case and you're relying on the run that much, Mahomes shouldn't be playing. Right, then we'll probably see Chad Hitty, who didn't play bad last week when he was in. Right. Um, but... I'm at I'm at a half unit on check on the under on rush yards, and then this one was mostly because of the odds. It's most receiving yards for Kelsey. I put a half unit. It's it's plus two forty. So most receiving yards in the whole game. In the right? whole game. Yep. I get the Jamar Chase one, and I probably hedge my bet and also do Jamar because I think he was also plus like one sixty, um, but. I feel like I know that like analytically numbers wise, Kelsey it's like sitting around sixty yards a game since Burrow's been with the Bengals. So it's not like he's not like world beater and Jamar's had great success against the Chiefs. Yeah, but he's the one that uh they're the team that he dropped the two sixty two sixty eight, whatever yeah. on. Yeah. But he's progressively went down about every game they've played. Yeah. He has. No, no disrespect. It is Jamar. It only takes one. It only takes one, and that's probably why I will put a Jamar one in at plus one sixty for a whole unit. I'm gonna go with T Higgins on that one. I you sneaky like play. You sneaky. Like I'm curious. I don't know his odds, but I'm sure they're. I'm, I'll, I'll look greater. right now. But that's why I threw T on the over for his receiving yards because I, I really like T in this one. I have the same. Exact T's not a bad shot. I might do that over Jamar. That's that's not a, that's not bad either. Last game T had 93. He was our leading receiver, and Jamar had 60 something. But speaking of Jamar, I guess a little bit off topic to the betting. I'm loving the evolution of his game this year. He's really showing he's a. All around receiver. He's not just the burner to go downfield or the yak guy. He's shown he's a damn good possession receiver, set down the zones, taking what he can get, and not fumbling the ball, not putting the ball in harm's way, or fighting for extra yards when it's not needed. That's what he's been doing the last few weeks. I mean, he is the leading receiver in the playoffs, but he hasn't had that big blow up game yet. And I think he's, he's due for that. But I, I just love seeing him not just being a one-trick pony. That the JJ versus Jamar debate has always been Jamar is the explosive guy. That's always going to give you. Well, not anymore, guys. He's shown he can do it both ways. I feel like Jamar has always been that way. It's been a lot more prominent, especially in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, but. JJ to Jamar, I mean, it's it's a coin flip depending on your preference. They both do everything exceptionally well. I personally, not biased, but I, the type of guy, the players I like, I lead Jamar for the explosive and game-breaking ability. 
I just don't think JJ has it on that elite elite level that Jamar they're, has. They're too. They they are they do different things differently. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Jamar has the ability to catch a slant over the middle and man to man and just burn it. Justin Jefferson to me in a way is a little more possession. Yeah. He's if his hand hits the ball, he's fucking catching it. He's not dropping. You know what I mean? So, but you to me, I think I'm gonna agree with you that I if I had to pick between the two, I would rather have Jamar. Not wrong answer between the yeah, two. JJ's it's Jerry so- Rice, Jamar's Brady Moss. Right. In terms of types of player, of course. Right. Not right. So, 1A, 1B. Can't go wrong either way. start up, they're back-to-back. I mean, they're, they're both great. I did get him on our dynasty startup. We're doing it. I got him at 110, and I was ecstatic. I think JJ yeah, went right in front of him. 109, yeah. I was kind of pissed. I was hoping. But I got AJB. It is what it is. So, Jamar right now for most receiving yards is currently plus 170. Not bad. I might. I think I'm going to do all three, actually. I'll probably put a half unit on Jamar. T. Higgins is plus 600. Yeah, you put a half unit on all three if... I'm sure it's going to be one of three. I don't see it being Tyler Boyd or Juju or no, Tony. They're, they're the three favorites. It's Juju, then Hayden Hurst is after that. Ooh. Juju's the, only, the last one that's got less than plus 1,000 odds. Hayden Hurst is plus sixteen oh five or sixteen hundred. Kadarius Tony another sixteen hundred. I mean everybody else. I mean it's it's up there. Jared McKinnon is plus two thousand. I'm gonna mess with that. But I think the, the I think that T, what you said about T Higgins that's that's a very good possibility. He's been bottled up for quite some time in terms of big games. He's had very good success against the Chiefs overall. It's, I think he's about due. I think so. Like you said, Jamar's due and T's due. I'm going to do T. Higgins versus Chiefs. I love Stat Muse. Stat Muse is awesome. So, yeah, he, he's he's kind of been bottled up against Chiefs. I think it was bit. the last game we played. He had 93 or maybe. Sorry. It was the AFC title game last year. He had 93, I believe. Yeah, because the... The stat me says he has six catches, ninety-seven yards, and scored one touchdown in two games against the Chiefs. So it's, he had sixty-two and thirty-five. So that is regular season. Yes. On stat me, you got to type in playoffs for those. No, I got gotcha. you. So yeah, he had ten for one hundred and three. Yep. Six, six of ten for one hundred three. No touchdowns, but they're. I think they're going to try to lock down Jamar more so than T. Like I said, he's. I think last he's, few he's weeks, definitely month, a sneaky play. He's been bottled up pretty damn good. Uh, unfortunately, since seems like the Demar Hamlin incident, the tragic incident, he hasn't been the same T production wise. I know Burrow missed him on a touchdown a couple weeks ago, but. I think he, I think him and Jamar are both due for that blow-up game. Yeah. It's going to be one of them. It could also be Kelsey. It could be, but Bengals have bottled him up rather well the last three games. His most receiving yards was 97. Then he had like 25 and 63 or 50, something like that. So he hasn't been 
He hasn't been Travis Kelsey, though, we're used to seeing versus the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. I'm sure that's going to be the game plan is take away Kelsey. If you can take away Kelsey and live with Juju or anybody else, I mean, that'd be the way to go. With Mahomes banged up, I think that at least if I was the D.C., I'd be my game plan. Take away Kelsey, the short guy, make Mahomes move around. Make Mahomes step. Make a play down the field. Make right. Make Mahomes plant and actually put some pressure on that on that bad leg. Yeah, make him make him play the long game. Don't give him those dink and dunks, quick stuff. That make him make him use that ankle. Step on it. Put pressure on it. Move around. For a second, when you said step on it, that you meant one of the Bengals players step on it. I was like, that's <laughs> fucked. No, no, no. no. But this no, isn't, I, we don't have a Diamond Kung Su, Okay. No, you're you're right. Yeah. If no, we did, making, that would have been a poor joke. <laughs> that would terrible. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. Make, make, him, make him use that leg test if he's healthy. Yeah. If, you know, you go out there and get pressure on him, take away Kelsey and all the short throws, make him make those intermediate and long throws, and he, he burns you two or three times, all right, change up. Game plan change. He's obviously fine. And if not, then keep doing it. Yeah, as long as Eli Apple doesn't get burnt too bad this game. Wasn't he talking honest. trash to somebody? He's always talking trash. Crazy. Trash talks trash. True, I'm not a fan of Eli Apple, personally, but he plays for the Bengals, and I love shit talkers. I saw, for your war, I saw Heard, but he's the Patrick Beverly of the NFL. Of the NFL? No, yeah. he is. He really is. Didn't he uh, say some shit about Stephon Diggs? Yeah, I forget what it was. People made it a big deal. Something tried to relate it to him joking about Demar Hamlin or something, and he came out of the tweet said, "You know, he would never do that." To brotherhood, blah blah blah, politically correct statement. I don't think he was joking about Hamlin in any any way at all. He was talking shit about a receiver he was guarding, and his team beat the receiver's team. I think that's all it was. People just want to make something out of nothing because they don't like Eli Apple. That's all they do. That's what the media is for. Yeah. To get more, get more views. It's the age-old uh, negative attention is better than no attention. Yeah. So. Unfortunately. But I think it's time for our on-air parlay. Exactly where we're I was doing, going. We're Another. doing uh, touchdowns. Oh, anytime touchdowns, right? Yep. Three more anytime touchdowns. All right. So um, I'll go ahead and let you get, lock in your first play. I don't even know where I'm going to start, man. Uh it's tough with only two games. One of them we think could be a shootout. One of them we think is going to be a slugfest. All right. I'm going to start with Jamar. We're two for two with him so far. So. Let's make it three for three, right? Why not? You go Jamar. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I like that one. He's had a, t- a rushing touchdown What each of the last two games. I believe so. I think he's... Gonna want to put on that backpack and lead his team to the Super Bowl. So, do you think I should take? Hmm, is that gonna work? Yeah, that would work. Okay. Hmm. See, my should we take goals, long? Should we take long odds? I don't think so. With it being the playoffs, I don't think we're gonna see too many surprises. I'm leaning towards Mixon. I think he throw his hat in the ring. 
I think he's going to have a pretty big game. Let's go Mixon, because I like his odds better than Kelsey's. Or do you like Pacheco? He was my second suggestion, just because QB Sneak's going to be out of the question down there on the goal line. Right. He is the hammer. But Mixon... Mixon's, I think Mixon's just got the fire right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got it, buddy. Yeah, let's go Mixon. I like Mixon. There we go. Oh, 10 bucks in the 90. I like that. A lot better than last week's. A lot better, but that's what happens when you get two pluses instead of two negatives. Two positive odds until, you know what I mean? I think we got all three, don't we? Yeah, plus 100 or 100 to 125. There all we go, three. baby. So I'll we'll put a unit on it and make another 90 bucks this week. Hopefully. And I, and I hope so. I think it'll hit. I've been confident all of our parlays so far. Eligibility issue. Your quotient couldn't be verified. Clear your bet slip and try placing the bet again. No funds. Of, what the fuck? Your location couldn't be verified? Now it worked. There you go. Maybe that was your issue earlier, not being able to place one of your 16-leg whack-a-mole parlays. So I was at the old lady's mom's, and since we're talking about betting, um, I was uh, I was signing in the FanDuel, and I have it set to her face mm-hmm. ID, so I don't have to punch in the shit because that got annoying. But anyways, so I signed in the face ID, and it popped up with an error saying that I had to like change my password because... My location, something, something. Huh. Has yours done anything like that? No, I mean, someone logged into my account, like, a week ago. I changed all my shit, but nothing. Them telling me to change it now. Huh. Because I get, you know, fortunately, well, I guess fortunate for me, since someone logged into my account, we get the emails every single time we open the damn app. Well, you've successfully logged in. So luckily I checked, I was like, huh. It definitely wasn't me. That is the the nice thing for sure. I uh, I get I get those pushed straight to the phone immediately as it happens. So you, you you pretty well know. Huh? That wasn't me. Who the hell did that now? Right. At mm. least they didn't clear your account or place a whole bunch of stupid. Oh yeah, I, I changed that. <laughs> like as soon as I got the email, I was like, uh oh. <laughs> Time to not fuck around. I got enough money in there, I'll be pretty upset if I lose some of it or all of it. Right. I got more than 50 bucks, I'll be best. I'm not one to deal with Fandles, customer support, to try to get my money back. No, not from a gambling place, I'm good. That just sounds, especially if somebody were to sit there and just put a shit ton of bets, like stupid bets, uh-huh. to like fuck you over or something. I know that, like, they have cash-out options and stuff, but sometimes it's, like, it's just not available. Right. I don't get it. Or you literally place it, and then cash-out's available for a third of a what you... A third of, yeah. right. Depending on how bad the bet is. Like, if it's some super long odds, they're like, <laughs> five bucks, I give you 33 cents. I've, I've, I've done it. Not done the cash-out, but I've looked. I'm like, I just, placed, I just placed that bet. I don't even, the, the game had, nothing's changed. Why can't I get my five bucks back? Yeah, it is the one downfall of the betting is, you know, we can't change our slips. We can't cancel them. Yeah, once you're locked in, you're locked in. And what, I, I wish, I get why, but I wish that there was a way that, like, if if it hadn't started yet, that you could just get your shit back. Yeah. That would be nice. That That's my only gripe. I mean, things but, change, like me. I know I'm on this a lot earlier than you are in the week. I'm on it 
like white on rice as soon as the odds drop. I'm on it every day of the week trying to get the best odds and you know, shit changes. Players get injured, players playing time goes down, something or another. So of course the lines move or things like that and you get stuck with a shit bet and oh no, Mahomes is out. I don't want to take the Chiefs money line and cover the spread and whatnot. If, but then you're locked in. If Mahomes was ruled out, you know, now my most shipping yards to Kelsey, it looks stupid. Yeah. I would want to take that bet back. Yeah. But I get why it's like that, but it sucks. I placed a couple accidental bets or I placed a bet. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that right away. I'm like, shit. Yeah, my, mine's more like buyer's remorse. Yeah. Place it, then I look at it, like I'll hit the place wager and like the receipt thing pops up. You place this much, you'll have this much payout. I'm looking at it like, shit. Shouldn't have done that before I even hit done. Sometimes I do it before I even think, like, I'll start building a parlay and it'll be like 10 bucks turns into two grand. And I'm like, fuck it, 10 bucks, click, click. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to happen. Oh, that guy, he barely gets on the field. I had a, uh, since we're kind of digging down this rabbit hole, um, in the Chiefs game, I had a parlay for Christian Kirk to score two plus touchdowns and Aaron Ingram score a touchdown. And my odds were like, I mean, it would turn, a 10 bucks would have turned into like 600 bucks. Luckily, I was able to cash out immediately and get my 10 bucks back. But I placed it, I was like, sweet. I was like, what are the odds two guys in this exact order score three touchdowns to get the Chiefs? Not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me that back. I liked the odds, but I didn't like the the bets. You liked the odds, but you didn't like the actual odds of it happening. Right. It happens. Still getting used to it, but at least we know how it functions. I know some people don't. I've seen people on Facebook and shit, oh, I did this. How do I undo it? You can't. You can't. Just hope Your money's you, gone. Hope you get a cash out option. Take whatever you can get at that point. Right. And I'm also glad that we got away from the... Uh, the round robin. You know, we kind of harped on it a little bit last week, but I'll probably not do round robins anymore. I will get back on the round robin for March Madness. Build some crazy shit for that first round. That one would make that sense. One, that that would one, be one fun. yeah, but like that's an ex- that's like a special circumstance though. That would be like a hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say you're talking about some serious coin. They already put in my PTO to. Work the morning and get I mean, off right to tip off of the game. So I'm giving talking, a live betting all day. You're talking what, 32 games? Yeah, 16 and 16, yeah. And then you're talking 32 times 32 different outcomes. But it's going to be. I'm already preparing myself for it. Right. Trying to build up that bankroll. You better Trying do to that. Cash out March Madness. You better do that two times parlay money or that two leg parlay money in the. Yeah, that, it'll be a fun one. I'll be doing that too, just to see how expensive it is. Because I can imagine that being like a five hundred dollar. That's gonna be expensive. Oh, yeah, it's not ridiculous. I'll just put you know one cent for the. That's probably what I'd do. The like the two or three highest ones, like the thirty-two, the whatever the like top three are. I'll put one cent on each. Put all of my money on the twos and threes. Oh and yeah. Fours. Absolutely. Well, that'll be fun to bet during March Madness. I cannot wait for that. Unfortunately, my Duke Blue Devils aren't going to make a run this year. But that's good for me because, you know, me and the Duke Blue Devils, I almost always pick them to win in some bracket for money. 
Luckily, I won't be doing it this year, wasting my money on it. At least you're getting hip to it. Yeah, I've already did it weeks ago, but I got plenty of futures in. I got Kansas went in. Houston Cougars went in. I got Duke went in, but it was a dollar to win like seventy bucks. So you never know. When you get odds like that, you you have to throw something at it's it. It's just a buck, right? You got to throw something at it. Because I see it both ways. I, I do that all the time. Like I get like crazy odds. I'm like, oh, fucking dollar. If if it if I can turn a dollar into twenty bucks or Why more, not? I'm. I will always do that. I see it both ways in like discords and other things about betting is. Some people do, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, and so on, and that's it. But then I see one particular guy that I know in our Heisman Discord for Rays, the Destination Debbie Discord, he does mostly a lot of $1 bets. He's always posted his winning tickets. $1 to win 15-something. It was nothing easy. It's like, yeah, you're building up that damn bankroll. I mean, you're only I mean, going a dollar or so, but... I mean, that's that's the point, you know, when when you gamble... You got to be comfortable with not winning anything. Yeah. So it's it's like best ball. The more you put out there, the more quantity, the more chances of winning you have. So this is true. If you can make a hundred bets and spend one dollar and spend a hundred bucks with a chance to win ten thousand dollars, if you hit every single one of them, fucking go for it. Because yeah, you know, if you spend that same hundred bucks on ten bets. Sure, you might be able to win a couple couple more bucks, but you only did ten bets, and if you hit none of them, you got a hundred bucks. That's true. That is true. Unfortunately, I, I, the I like baseball analogy works. Yes, because I I showed you before we hit the record button. I've last three days I've missed so many parlays by one leg that I put you know ten bucks on all of them. It would have made me you know upwards of a hundred bucks, but that one fucking leg it makes me mad. Two of them, one would have been for seven hundred. One would have been for like five fifty. And I'm pissed because I put ten bucks on all of them. Could have had that big outcome. If it was a dollar, I wouldn't be so mad. Right. So I, I see the light on that side, and I'm gonna be, especially when baseball rolls around, doing more volume betting as opposed to the football like we are now. I'm sure I'll be in that dollar pool a lot more to make my money last. Yeah. When when you're like you said the the value betting and just bankroll type stuff, you feel a lot better if you only lose a dollar. Oh, yeah. You Sticking know, to the you can make, half unit, full unit, that's more to me. That's like, more football because yes. we're more tuned into that. Well, and then there's a lot less possible outcomes. Yeah. In, in, my, in, in a way, you know, especially when you're doing player lines. So you're either right or you're wrong. It's up or down. So. Yeah, you know, me personally, I'm equally as tuned into the NBA but it's just so many more outcomes in basketball. You know, we could get paddled by the shittiest team in the league on a random Wednesday night because we play 82 games. And just right. not in it that night. Right. NFL. Well, it's like you said. Week in and week out. Your one wager. It was, uh, you didn't, you missed it because LeBron didn't get nine plus rebounds. Yeah. How often does LeBron not get nine plus boards. He's at, I believe he's either averaging like 7.6 or 8.6. I think it's like, yeah, like 8.6, 8.7. I mean, he's at damn near averaging nine. And he's been hot recently, but whatever reason, he only got eight. Right. So. One more. You know, it's it's a, a realm of possibilities, but if you sit there and say, oh, is Joe Burrow going to pass for 220 or more? And give me that every single time over. Uh-huh. There's definitely a lot more variance of basketball, baseball, 
hockey, kind of. Not as much as those two, but still more than football. I've been a little bit big in the tennis and uh, soccer betting. There's so many fucking soccer leagues that I didn't know about. I'm a casual soccer fan of, like, the Premier League and the Liga and the Champions League. But there's so many other leagues with names I can't pronounce for teams that I got bets on. So I did a little bit of research. I was like, huh, there was a little bit of juice on that one. Go for it. That's the way to do it. I mean, I don't recommend not knowing, but, you know, if you think there's some money to be made there, fucking go for it. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I mean, again, like I said not too long ago, you got to be okay with losing it if it doesn't hit. Obviously, we're not professionals. Nope. We're, We're not. We're doing pretty good on some hot streaks right now. We're making money. So. Feeling good about it, too. I'm getting there. I'd, I'd like to get into more shit. Hold you know, on. really build up that bank. Like you said, like, you know, I'd... Really I, build I know, it up for football season. Right. I know football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Like, those ones I would be super confident in in doing. Outside of that, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Not no fucking clue, but I'd, I would be a lot less optimistic about bets because I just don't, mm-hmm. you know. But I'd like to not be that way. I don't know. I'm a big boxing fan, as you know, so I've done boxing betting, but that one's not as fun because if they're a favorite in a fight, they're usually heavy favorites. There's not many fights that are 50-50 anymore. Right. So it's not too much money to be made in boxing unless you're willing to throw, you know, 200 bucks to make 50 bucks on Tank Davis's next fight. See, to me, that's not worth the, no, the not, price of admission. Not at our bankroll level, no. It's right. not worth something like that. Like... We're not mattress fucking Mac out here. That is, it's confident losing millions of dollars, multiple times a year. Right. Yeah. No. Fuck that. But we'll go ahead and get out of your ears for this particular episode. It takes money to make money. It does, and we're trying to get to that point. Just hopefully, we do it by football season because I'm excited, but also nervous because we've only done playoff betting. Yes. We haven't. We got what. Maybe week 17. I think week 17 was the first week we had betting in Ohio. Technically, but we were super green and new, so like we were nowhere near as immersed and in, in depth with everything like we are now. Yeah, I know we're, I didn't we're, bet on many games besides the Bengals Ravens. We're, we're, we're three weeks in. We're pros. Absolutely. We know how to navigate that shit now. You're right about that. I know how to use the app fully. Right. And where can, to find all the hidden props. I can Right. The, the futures and all that. I'm... I'm Efficient and sufficient. I'm excited for a full slate of, you know, 16, 14 NFL games. I'm also nervous. Can you place... So many options. Can you place bets on college football money lines? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm excited for. That's what I thought, because I'm going to do the I'm gonna do the crazy 18-game leg parlay for, yeah. all, for all money lines and hopefully turn a dollar into a couple grand. What I've been given is smart advi- advice. I think it's pretty smart. Stay away from the spreads and the over-unders for college because it's just so whack. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Money lines money in lines. college, yeah. yeah, no. That's 100%. the cool thing about money lines. You can take three negative odd money lines, slap Thanks. on a parlay, and come out plus 300 odds. Oh, easily, yeah. You can take the favorites, big favorites. You know, mm-hmm. week one, you could take Michigan, Ohio State, Bama, who are probably going to be multiple touchdowns, assuming they're not playing, you know, a big school. And, yeah, come out with, Plus three, plus five hundred odds. Make some decent money, and it's it's 
free money. Even on something like that, I'd be fine slapping down five bucks and winning three. Right. I mean, it's an easy three bucks. It's virtually guaranteed if we're not playing a ring team. Right. It, or Appalachian That's State. I was about to say the same thing, as long as not Appalachian State. Or Virginia Tech, in your case. Yes. Or Oregon. They yeah. Were, they were ranked. Though. I remember that game. We were putting together some Ikea furniture, and I fucking I was, told you. I was pissed. You're going to lose. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to wax the floor with him, and here we are. This is fucking CJ Verdell. Oh, yeah. He, he fucking tortured us. Here is his run defense. Seems like when you lose... You get torched on a run. No, that's that's how it always happens. I mean, any any time we lose outside of Georgia, I mean, like historically, yeah, it seems like that's how you guys get bent over is yes, running right up the asshole as you bend it over. I, there, there's a crazy stat. I can't remember exactly what it was, but if we, it's it's something very precise. It's like if an opposing running back rushes for over 130 yards, we are like oh and thirty something all time. Hmm. It's I can't. I have to find something it. Something weird. Something weird. It's very oddly specific. It's like 131 rushing yards or 133 rushing yards. It's yep, 129 and under. We're golden. No, no, we're not still golden, not good. But, but like that's like the point where like we have zero wins. Yeah. If, so if you odd. get over that, Ohio State, we're done. That's it. Doesn't matter what else happens. Nope. Historically, we're never gonna win. And then if it's over 200, we're like, oh god, I can't. Even... <laughs> I mean, just what, in the past two years, you're probably 0-3? Oh, yeah. Something two like to that. Michigan. Two to Michigan and... Uh, Oregon. At least Oregon. Maybe Oregon. They didn't have an individual rush over that, but I think as a team they did. Yeah. Yeah. But now we'll get out of your, your ears and headphones this week, and hopefully you guys build up that bankroll. Maybe you pop off a big parlay like Whack-A-Mole Derek over here going for 16 legs. But we'll see you guys again next week to review our bets and see the early lines for the Super Bowl of the Bengals versus the Eagles. That'll be fun to look at. And you can always find us on Twitter at Gump7285 and at D underscore Cook. That's K-O-C-H-9-3. And then the podcast you can find on all social media platforms at gridiron underscore FS. And as always, have a good weekend and we'll see you again next week. See you guys. Put up that bankroll.